This is the Trail Trash Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 15. Can you believe it's been 15 episodes? I feel like that should be a bigger number, but I also feel like, wow, it's already been 15 episodes of the, I almost said the Adventure Runner, and I really don't know where that came from, <laughs> the Trail Trash Podcast. Thanks for coming in with another adventure with uh, Jason List tonight. So it is Will and John and I, and we will be talking about a couple things tonight. Um, vacation races we're going to talk about the parameters of a vacation race uh but first i want to talk about strava i really do so let's get a little controversial with it 11.99 starting february for me i don't know if that's i'm assuming that's when all y'all's jumps up too right um i don't know i don't know how they did that i know i looked at mine and my next um subscription date because i do it month to month it, it does show 11.99 so yeah i'm month to month as well i know jason always buys the the annual subscription and so he gets like whatever a month free or whatever so he's good until november but i can be honest i'm not paying 11.99 for that so i went in and canceled it so that that to me just seems for what it is which at the end of the day, it's a mileage tracker for a couple things. And then you get some cool features like King and Queen in the Mountain segments. At the end of the day, I don't care. I, I'm not getting King of the Mountain on many things, so I don't really care about that. Um, segments is cool, but it's not worth the extra four bucks a month. And I can track my own mileage. And the wearables that I use give me better insights into how I'm performing than Strava is going to which is just pulling the data from the wearables that I'm wearing anyway. So um, what are your guys' takes on, on, and I know that we've kind of done a little bit of research into company size and some other things, but what are all y'all's takes? Are you going to stay with Strava? Or are you going to switch maybe to training peaks, training peaks, which is a more expensive product, but uh, you get a lot more for what you pay, I would think. Um and I think Training Peaks may be geared more towards the serious runner uh, who has a dedicated plan. A lot of coaches I know use Training Peaks. Um, so I think the right the, the market's right for each person. But if you had to choose one, are you staying with Strava? Are you going with Training Peaks? Or are you doing neither and busting out an old Excel spreadsheet and a journal? Yeah, it's a good question. I think it kind of depends a lot on what you're looking to get out of whatever app you use. Um, the one feature you did mention on Strava that's available in their premium subscription that um, that I would miss if I canceled it would be like the uh, route uh, feature, like where you can like create and draw up routes. Um, you can do it both on the on the uh, mobile and desktop versions. You know, just open up a map and do just do like a quick. Um, Draw, draw your route along a road or sometimes a trail um and that's good i like using that for like when i'm going to like run places or like explore like you know a new like um 
area of town or wherever to run in just to get a rough idea of how of the uh, distance and the terrain um <clears throat> but yeah like you said you know it's uh kind of really depends on like what you want to get out of your um training log um if you enjoy the social aspect of strava then i mean strava is going to be the place to do that if you're just there purely for like analytics then i mean you're definitely gonna get more bang for your buck out of training peaks it has more data than you could um <laughs> you could ever like you know go through right and i feel like thorough. i mean you can even use Strava for the social aspect on the free version. It's just giving kudos yeah. and making comments on things. And with the map, okay, that is cool. I will say that. Like you pull up, okay, you know, I want to run 10 miles today. And it gives you a couple different options. They're not always 10 miles, but they're close. And then you can always just do a couple loops around wherever. But you could use Map My Run. That's a free online service. And then that tells you, you just be like, okay, cool, I'm here. And then I kind of run here and you can kind of draw it. I don't know if you can do that on the mobile device, but um, I don't know. And just in this time when things are so expensive, that was a pretty easy cut to make. I, $9.99, cool. I'm with you there. So I so just I just don't $2, see $2, $2, $3, $3 is the difference for you. Yeah, I think I, it's, I think it's the the whole ten dollars versus nine ninety nine. You know, like if you look at which would you rather pay? If someone if something costs you nine ninety nine, and then you go to the other store and it costs ten dollars for the same exact thing, you're going to go back and buy the nine ninety nine option. Um, so, if, but but yeah, if it went from seven ninety nine to nine ninety nine, yeah, I'd, I'd stay. So it's not it's not the eleven ninety nine that bothers me, and I'm not as bothered about this as you guys are. Um, and, and people listening to this are saying, oh, it's 12 bucks. Who cares? You know, it's not that it's the sudden 50% increase, 50% is how much you went up, you know, and why, what did we get in exchange? How is it any better now than it was two months ago? When yeah, I that's... started using Strava, it was only for, to have a place because I've never used really the social aspect of it. It's not, it, to me, it's not the greatest when it comes to the social aspect, except for the KOMs. I did use that extensively, but that was just more for fun for myself and for anybody I would challenge or would challenge me. And I actually had a chance to do well in a KOM. Um, but for, to me, Strava was about one place, to track my run, to hold myself accountable, accountable, track my runs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm not mad at them. I, I, there's a very good chance that I'll go drop down to the free version because it'll still do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, except for keeping up with the KOMs. And I don't know what other features you lose because I've been a paying subscriber for so long. Yeah, me too. But the takeaway for me, and, and this is really all I have to say about it is up until... I've been a, a paid subscriber for a couple years now. And before that, I was a free subscriber mm -hmm. up until this month. I never once thought about dropping to the free version or cutting it out completely. Yeah. A 50% increase for no apparent reason because I haven't seen one. I've seen a lot of uh, articles out there saying, Hey, this is going to happen. They laid off people, blah, blah, blah. But I haven't, I haven't yet read an article put out uh by strava explaining why uh to me the sudden 50 percent increase just it it turns me off 
from it. And I don't know if I'm going to cancel it or not, but I'm more likely now to stop paying them anything at all. And if they take away the free version, there's other things out there that helps me keep up my run these days. You know, you got Coros, which is the watch I run with. They have their own program. I'm sure Nike still exists. Uh, Under Armour used to have one. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's because, my run or track my run or something like that. Does the Trail Run Project uh, at REI sponsors, does it keep up with runs or is that just a mapping service? I think that's like all trails and it's just a mapping service. So you can look at different parts where you're going to be. When it comes to those two, I, I you know, I have it. But um, I, I, if I'm looking at trails, I'm going to check all trails first. And I don't do the, the premium version of that. But I don't think you can track on on um, Trail Run Project. To reiterate, and I'll let you guys t- uh, continue this conversation. Uh, the, the main takeaway, like I said, until they raised their price 50%, I never thought about canceling the service. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, yeah, I think you made it, made, made, uh, made a good point. That's my biggest problem too, is that, you know, we get nothing in return for it. Like, you know, no added features or anything like that. Uh, eight and hours I- ago, they announced that on Twitter, you get new sports. So that's what your four bucks extra gets you. You get racquetball, tennis, Pilates, pickleball, <laughs> virtual row, and squash. But, okay. see, but um, I want to be, be sure that, like, I'll reiterate this. It ain't the four bucks. I know people think, oh, it's four dollars. They mm-hmm. raised the price of their subscription 50%. So whatever they thought their, their uh, service was worth before, they think it's worth 50% more for a few added sports. Yeah, and um, when we were talking off air too, um, I was saying that's been one of my biggest problems with Strava for as long as like you know I've been using the services that they've been so slow to um, to create and adopt new features. Like we were saying, how long did it take them to get a feature on the mobile app where you could add like a new pair of shoes? It was insanely long for them. Took way too long for them to do that. For if, and that should have been a simple integration, I would think. Now, I don't do app development or web development or anything like that, but I would think yeah, it's like, a pretty um, simple integration. Yeah, like I'd love to get on there and be able to like pull data, like say like my my, fat, my, my top 10 fastest 5K times. Yeah, if you could sort that, you know, and maybe you can, maybe we just don't know, but I just feel like there are much better services out there that I would be willing to pay a little bit more for um if the value is there but with me like i said with the data that they give which is just fed to it from my garmin anyway plus with the whoop that i wear i just i can get better insight into how i'm recovering and how i'm performing as opposed to what strava is going to tell me so um as mark cuban would say for those reasons i'm out um and all the other sharks there so I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. I, it's certainly interesting. I, it, maybe they get so much backlash. I'm kind of scrolling through Twitter right now, and there's a lot of not upset people, but a lot of shocked people. Um, some people are like, yeah, you know what? It is what it is. It's what they need to do. Some are like, nope, I'm done. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it, it, a lot of people just kind of seem shocked and surprised. 
at the sudden increase of well, what what they're about to find out and, and they make an excellent product they're going to find out just how good the product is if the pro if people see their product as worthwhile and good they'll survive this and make all kinds of money sure absolutely um, and and i'm not knocking strava like i check strava all the time especially yeah, after sure. a run mainly for my splits and things like that and and uh, segments and KOMs and and all those things. Like I I check all those, but not for twelve bucks. So. Yeah, and, and for for you it's the twelve bucks. For me it's the fifty percent increase. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think I read an article somewhere where it's within the same month period that they did this increase, they laid off forty of their developers. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know what they're doing out there. I, I love their product, but. Really, a fifty percent increase all at once? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Now, John, you touched on something that I think we're going to go ahead and segue into vacation. Are we doing vacation races? No. Yeah, the difference between this one, I think, and, and I thought about this when you asked the question. You know, you got dream runs, mm -hmm. dream vacations. Well, those may be ones you just never can get into or never can afford, right? Sure. Which who of us is going to get into UTMB and actually be able to afford to go over there? Right. Rare. It's, it may not happen. You know, obviously. But a a run or a race that you actually can do. Um, that's kind of what I was leaning towards. Like Got Jason, it. he like when he went to New York. Maybe his dream run would be to go up to New York and. He didn't he apply for the uh, New York Marathon? He did. For instance, there you go. That might be his dream vacation run right there. Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I mean. When I got it, so. got it. See, I was thinking if it was like a dream, like a vacation run, like what do you do when you're on vacation? Then that would have been a nice little segue from Strava because you can use Strava to find routes and maps and all those things. But I guess I kind of ixnade that. Now we have this awkward transition where I'm just going to ramble on for a couple more seconds until it makes sense. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> So vacation races. Now, I guess it's kind of important that we, because there are there is a vacation race company, isn't there? I don't know where where you, or maybe I just see advertisements for them where like all the national park runs they're put on by vacation races or something like that, um, or maybe that's just how I interpret it. But um, I don't know. See, I'm kind of different when I go on vacation. I try to go on, like, I, I I try to schedule it around a down week um, and, and don't do much on vacation. Like, when my wife and I go to Jamaica, we'll go run for, we'll go run in the resort gym, you know, or I'll go run and she'll go do other things. But I guess the differentiation is vacation races. And would you plan a vacation around a race that you were doing? Yeah, well, I think maybe if you think about this, the difference between some, like you and maybe John and I is mm -hmm. you go on vacation, you got a little one to go with you. So you're, you're she, vacation. She don't go to Jamaica. She stays home with grandma and grandpa. <laughs> I stand corrected then. But where I was going with that, maybe it's hard for a family uh, to go on vacation and then spend a lot of time running, you know, the adults, mm -hmm. families there. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the, the bad thing about going on vacation and planning a run around it is, did you really go or a race around it is, did you really go on vacation? 
I mean, it's time consuming. It's it's well, so I guess it depends on the distance of the race, because look, I, I have told many people this at the at the second job I have, because they all talk and they put me in shoes because I run in the shoes that we sell and all these things. Um, my favorite race distance. Though I do so few of them. Is the half marathon. Mm-hmm. Because you can. You go and you do your race. You're not totally gassed. You're not totally spent as if you were to run a marathon or God forbid you run a 50 mile. <coughs> you go recover, take a shower, hang out for an hour or two, and then you go have beers and go do whatever. You're not totally spent. So I agree. Yeah. So if I was to do, and I could plan a vacation around a half and most of your half start at seven in the morning or so. And so you're, you're perfectly fine. You know, the, the family can sleep in, go get breakfast while you go run for two hours. And then, like I said, go home and shower and the day is yours. Um, and, and that is, is feasible, 100% feasible. And Larkin would enjoy that. And Larkin, actually, she wants to go to the next hundred. She wants to help. Like, that's just her heart. Like, that's her love, lang- love language. She loves to help. She doesn't obviously understand what all goes into helping at one of those. Um, and unfortunately, she's she's only been at one. No, take that back. She's been at two finish lines. Um, both of them were when she was under a year. So she obviously doesn't remember any of them. But um, and unfortunately, she wasn't at the last one because there was no finish line at that one. But still, um, so, yeah, I mean, I could totally do a, 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 a half vacation race and that would be really easy to do. Um, now, as far as where would I go on vacation to do one? I don't know. Well, well think about that. Yeah. For example, th- this is my idea because I don't necessarily care about a race when mm-hmm. it comes to a vacation run. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years back, when I really started to get into running, um, I went with some buddies down to Clearwater, Florida, and we drove, which I don't recommend. That's a long drive from Tennessee. <laughs> um, and my idea of a vacation, a place to go to have a vacation and to get good runs in is uh, is like going to Clearwater, Florida. And before they get up, your friends, your family, whoever's with you, or if somebody wants to come with you, like a spouse or a loved one, you get up at six, seven in the morning and you run to every pier on the beach. You know, every morning you're on the vacation. So you get to see something new, you get to run somewhere new, you get the run out of the way. And then you have the rest of the day to do what you're going to do on your vacation. Mm-hmm. That's my idea of vacation running, running a new place that you've never run before, experience something new, and to get up every morning and start your day with that experience. Instead of sure. getting up from your house and running the same street every morning. Well, and you know what you could do when you're on, on a vacation and, and depends on where, I guess. So you get up at 6 a.m. You do some recon. You know, you go run five miles down the road. You turn around, run five miles back. Hey, guys, there's a really cool little breakfast place up here. We right. should go check out on that um, ice cream place or that, you know, mm-hmm. fish mm-hmm. and, and so the transition to what I want to do and it, I'm. I'm very close to hitting the uh, the buy button on the Costco website is I want, because I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. I want to spend a week in Hawaii and do that very thing. I want to spend the days on the beach, spend the mornings running up the volcanoes, right? Mm-hmm. 
and exploring someplace I've never been. I don't want to go out there and run a hundred mile race. You don't want to go out there and run hundred? <laughs> nah, not yet. <laughs> Maybe after I, I do the vacation. Um, but I want to go run five, 10 miles every morning and experience something new. It's kind of like a vacation from running, right? You mm-hmm. run here at where you live. You run the same thing basically every week. When you when you go on vacation, you get a chance to go on vacation from that and run someplace new. I think it reinvigorates you uh, quite a bit. Sure. So That's my if, idea. Um, of that. If, if you're looking at Hawaii, you should check out um, the Run to the Sun. It used to actually be a race. They don't actually have like an organized race there anymore. But you start at sea level and then you run 36 miles up to the top of Mount Haleakala. And I think that's, I can't forget, I forget how much climbing that is. I think it's like over just over 10,000 feet of climbing, but it sounds pretty epic. And I think that would be one of my bucket list runs. And then you Uber back or do you run back? Up to you, man. You're right. <laughs> I'm probably going to Uber back. Stop it's your, it's your vacation. So. You get to just hop on a bike and just, you know, speed down that hill. Just watch out for potholes. <laughs> so what about you, John? I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, so in my past, uh, when it, a similar experience I had was back in 2017. Um, I ran the Black Hills 50 miler um, and this was back when I was living in Tennessee and, you know, I was living uh, on my own alone. So, you know, I just got up and spent two days driving there from Tennessee. Um, had never been out there before. So it was really cool. I got to see somewhere new, like, you know, you're talking about uh, just completely different landscape than anything I'd ever experienced. Um, you know, of course I ran the race, uh, which was an experience in and of itself, but also got to see see things out there like uh, the Badlands, um, got to see Mount Rushmore, um, and you know just based off the nature of where that uh, where that area is, it's like it's not anywhere you're going to be driving through anytime soon. It's not close to anything. It's like you've got to go out of your way to get there. So you know may never go there again, but it's a really really fun experience, especially yeah. the Badlands. I really really had a good time going through there. I went through there like two or three times at different times of day and watching the sun set over it was just gorgeous how long of a drive was that so uh from murfreesboro tennessee where i was living at the time to there uh so i drove from murfreesboro to kansas city in one day um and then from kansas city uh up um and then over the entire state of south dakota that was probably, as far as drive time, that was probably like, probably at least 20 to 22 hours if I had to estimate it. To me, the worst part of that is driving back after you run so far. I mean, yeah, the drive back's always bed. worse, but <laughs> um, especially there, it's like, I mean, it's interesting because like, you know, you don't have any like landscapes like that in a Tennessee, but there's so much of that drive too, where it's just like just vast open plains, which is cool. But you know, after 20 hours of driving it, it, it can get a little monotonous. But uh, it was it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. Now, which vacation was more exciting? I guess let me rephrase that. Which endurance event did you have more fun on while you were on vacation? Because you have 
rode your bike through the Rockies, correct? Yeah. And that ended in a pretty epic fashion. Yeah, that's what I told uh, Will to watch out for potholes if he takes a bike down Haleakala. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's, uh, barring that, did you enjoy, I mean, did you take a bike out there? How did you get there? And, and I guess just tell us a little bit about that because we all know, but. <clears throat> yeah, so there's certain uh, companies out there that have like essentially packages where say like, um, in this case, like they had a package where it's like you spend like a week uh, biking through the Colorado Rockies. Um, you stay overnight uh, like at a hotel in Boulder, Colorado. Um, and then you have like an organized ride for like four of those days and then three days where it's like self-guided. Um, just kind of choose your own adventure. Um, yeah. You're not so going to tell everybody how that ended. Yeah. So on the uh, how does asphalt penultimate, taste? <laughs> on the penultimate <laughs> day of that, uh, you know, it'd been a great week going down this last just big descent from a uh, Netherland, Colorado, back down to Boulder along uh, Boulder Canyon Drive. No idea what happened. Have no recollection of what happened. But I just remember waking up in the in the middle of the road with a bunch of random people. Look over at me like, you all right, bud? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. And, you know, I get up, you know, as I'm realizing what's going on, got super dizzy and saw stars everywhere. I was like, oh, well, that's not good. And uh, ended coming back from that trip with uh, fractures to one of my vertebrae and one of my skull um, and headaches for like the next month that were not pleasant. But other than that, that was a really fun trip. Now, when you were on that descent, did you get down out of the saddle and on? Did you crouch at all? No, I, I was not in the uh, super tuck position, as it is called. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I was no tour de France. Know, I was going pretty you. fast. I won't, I won't say how fast, but it's pretty actually. fast. And I'm actually probably pretty fortunate that things didn't end up worse than they did. I don't think you can super tuck anymore, actually, on the tour. I think no, they it's, that because uh, it's, it's very, it's, yeah. yeah, it is very dangerous to do. So, yeah. Yeah, you just have a whole lot less control over the bike than. But having done it, it, having done it a time or two, you get going. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's intense. So, um, now, when you go on vacation, is running important to you while you're on vacation or do you vacation and I'll run if I can, or I can't start like I have to run on vacation. I mean, it really depends for me. Like if I'm just on my own, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to run. And mm -hmm. it's probably why I'm on a vacation is going to run somewhere. But like, you know, if I'm like, you know, with my family or like, you know, my girlfriend or something and, we're going off somewhere nice and, um, you know, I may get a little run in if I can, but if not, I'm not going to sweat it because that's not like, you know, for me, that's not going to be like the point of that trip. It's for like, you know, me to enjoy time with whomever I'm with, you know? Mm -hmm. My coach and I, when we, so like I said, when my wife and I went to Jamaica, we did run or I ran on the treadmill uh, there 
but we treated it as as a recovery week he's like you know what if you run you run if you don't you don't like enjoy vacation uh it happened to just match up with the training block that it was a down week anyway so um i guess it also depends on where you are in your training block if you're on a training block at the time or if you're just doing your own thing or whatever it is i guess that really depends but um yeah, Will, what are your thoughts on on how important is the vacation versus running on the vacation? Well, I mean, if you're if you're into running and you're enjoying running and you're in that place in your life <laughs> with running, to me, it's not I don't see it as a chore to run. It's just part of the vacation. It's part of the fun. Sure. Free sure. fun too. I mean, that you don't have thirty dollar admission to go run five or ten miles. Mm-hmm. Um so if you're if you go on vacation and you see running as a chore that you don't want to do, you're probably not enjoying running too much at that time in your life. That's my opinion. So maybe you need the vacation. <laughs> and maybe you take some fun pictures and share along the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um. What else did you have on um, thoughts about vacation running or or races on vacation? I mean, 5Ks are one thing. That's that. I mean, it, there's a 5K every weekend if you look. And you don't really have to look that hard. You can find a, a 5K in any town on any weekend whenever you're there. Um, so we're not talking about 5Ks. I'll tell you what not to do while on a vacation. Um, I once... Uh, went on vacation and had significant others there and had significant other family members coming in to meet at the hotel. And I told my significant other that I was going to run three miles and I left to run three miles and they knew how long it takes me to run three miles. And at some (laughs) point I got lost and it turned into a 10 or 11 mile run. And when I got back, nobody said much, but it, they were not happy with me. Well, they didn't have to say anything. So, no. so, yeah. So, so if you do that, uh, plan accordingly, know where the hell you're going. Right. So you maybe should. we should pay extra for Strava premium yeah, to have a round feature. <laughs> maybe to save your marriage one day, Garrett. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think whiskey's back in trouble. Um, uh, can, can I ask uh, where that occurred? Like, what what was your destination? <laughs> I was, uh, it was a little mini vacation. It was in Pigeon Forge, and okay. I was going to run the, what happened was, if you're familiar with the area, I was going to run, I was close to the island, and I was going to run to Tanger Outlets, I think, and back, or something like that, which is a couple miles. And, uh, I turned right on Tester Lane, and I ended up at Dollywood the long way. I went out the bypass around Pigeon Forge and came back, and <laughs> and I didn't realize that how long of a run that was. Yeah, and the irony here being that you know you're a trail runner who's run things like scars, which is like a 24 hour at plus maybe at well not for you 24 hour effort good with you know 900 miles of trails worth in the smokies and any number of like turns some marked some not marked you don't get lost on that despite you know your fatigue and sleep deprivation and yet you get lost in the middle of like a very large city (laughs) yeah well i mean 
it's all about what you know, right? I mean, the majority of those Smoky Mountain trails are on the Appalachian Trail, uh, both in um, failures and day hikes and day runs. I pretty well, you know, you pretty well figure that out. I'd never run in that area before like that um, around Pigeon Forge. So it's just all about what you know. But now, how important as whiskey almost kills my wife? <laughs> how how important is it? Because I do try if if I have a long weekend run, fifty mile or a hundred mile, and we have to travel to it, I do try to make it worth my wife's while. So she says, "How." Is that why she has that diamond bracelet on right now? Showed up shortly after your last attempt. That was, yeah, that was that's the other way. So let me ask you something: if if you if you DNF a race, does the bracelet, the diamonds get bigger, make up for it more, or? I mean, it, it's it, the the diamond the diamond bracelet is a rewards based. It's it, it the the. The effort she puts into crewing determines the, the rock size. <laughs> so there's a bunch of fake diamonds in that bracelet, right? This no, but if back. I was so this if I was back for episode three, by the way. <laughs> if I was to have a race that's not in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere, uh, she wants me to go run Keys 100 for obvious reasons. She wants to go to the beach. So if you were to go to a more of a destination spot, would you make it worth your while for your significant other, your partners, your friends, or whoever's there with you to enjoy their time as well? Well, you're not going to enjoy your run if everybody ain't happy, right? I mean, it's like uh, running 10 miles instead of three. You didn't enjoy the rest of the day. So, yeah, it is. I mean, especially if it's a place that everybody involved likes. I like the beach. I like to run on the beach. It's got to be, I love the mountains, but I love running the beach for some reason. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's very worth your while to be sure everybody's happy in where you're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, most people aren't going to be happy standing by the sign at, uh, or, or the gate at the Barkley Marathons waiting on you to come out <laughs> of the woods saying don't run. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and so I guess does that is that a factor in when you're picking vacations? Do you try to plan a vacation? So if you're like, you know what, I'm going to run Keys 100 next year. We're going to make a family vacation out of it. I'll be down there for, we'll go down from a Wednesday to a Wednesday. We're there before, so you can get your little shakeout. And then you've got a couple days to to hang out. The family can go to the beach while you, uh, you know, recover with your legs up against the wall and let all the swelling go down. Um <laughs> You never had swollen legs? That look was priceless. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so is that a factor in maybe how you look at races? Like I said, uh, the happier the group is, the happier you're going to be. <laughs> so, yeah. and, what if you DN and what if you DNF that vacation race? You lay on the beach and cry about it while drinking margaritas. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. So, right. Yeah. I did find... Um, <clears throat> it's easier to run longer distances because it doesn't get in your head in prettier places, places you enjoy being at. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever noticed that? Mm -hmm. 
like you like me i could go to the beach and you know rip off a 10 mile run and not feel like i just ran 10 miles you know the smokies mm -hmm. are like that for me uh when i was in shape i could run 15 miles in the smokies and then not feel like 15 miles because i love the place so much and i bet that's why jason loves running in new york so much is because it's all so new and there's so much to see yeah so. yeah something every mm -hmm. you know every storefront every block yeah yeah. Well, anything else you want to talk about while we're talking about vacations? Do you guys have any vacations planned? Running or not running related? No, not yet. Do you, no. John? Yeah. Yeah. We're just going out of town this weekend. I'm not doing anything this weekend. We're going to an Indiana University basketball game and not a vacation, though. But you you got the weekend off and you're going north in the middle of winter. It's Larkin's first basketball game that she's ever been to. So, what's yeah. wrong? What's wrong with the Volunteers? Don't they play in Knoxville this weekend? I don't know. IU beat them when they came down here earlier this year, though. So, how about them apples? So. <laughs> I almost bought tickets to that game if it was not a week night. So, tickets to that game were a whole six dollars. So, I take it you are you from this area, Garrett? I am not. I'm from Indiana. Oh, that explains everything. You know, I I may have to edit this out because this is kind of. <laughs> but but so when I moved down here, I didn't have the little bit of a draw that I do now. And I had been down here for six months, not a full year yet. And I was talking to someone. He goes, you don't sound like you're from around here. I said, no, I'm from. In yeah, he said, I said, no, I'm from Indiana. He goes, oh that side of the mason dixon huh and i looked at him and i said that's still a geographical point of reference I, I thought we were past that and two you're wrong because i'm from south of indianapolis and the mason dixon stops in indianapolis so you're idiotic in two ways now so <laughs> i got a question for you you're talking about accents and southern draws mm -hmm. were you going uh were you saying you were trying you were beginning to pick one up is that where you going where you were going with this or uh i have i have slowed down some of my words uh, okay. since I moved down here. So you sound and... more like you sound more like Will every day, right? Yeah. So here's my question. Uh do you think and you know subconsciously, not mm -hmm. on purpose, do you think the human brain is trying to mimic the people they hear? Or do you think you're just slowly learning to talk that way? A little of both. A little both. The you, first time. I understand the question, right? Is, like, yeah. Are you doing it on purpose? Your psyche, is it doing it on purpose? Or is it just you kind of going with the flow? And Yeah, you know, I think it's a little of both. I mean, because you don't, you, no one wants to sound like you're not from around there. So your brain's probably like, you know what? Hey, we're going to make you sound a little bit. Now I won't be, I joke, she's going to hear me say this and she's going to be so <laughs> mad. But I joke because the first time my wife, so my parents still lived in Indiana at the time. The first time she ever went back to meet my parents. Um they asked her how many syllables were in the word house because of how she said it. <laughs> it, it sounded like they, like she put three syllables in it. So uh, I don't know if I'll go that far, but, and it also depends. So the more tired I get, the more <laughs> my eyes get drawn out. Uh, so it's, it, 
I mean, it just that sounds like that sounds high. like you're slamming uh, Southern <laughs> somehow. The more tired you get, which means the dumber you get, the more you sound no, like just that. the is that what no, you're just the more drawn out my words get. So. <laughs> That's funny. I had a I had a, I had a buddy in college who was the same way. He he's you would have you would have noticed his like accent uh, except for like when he started talking to his family on the phone. Then it like really came out. Like, I remember one time he was doing that, and we were at a Waffle House, and he stopped to order, and next thing you know, he's ordering his hash brown smothered, covered. <laughs> it was so now, funny. Now, in Indiana, do they call a roof a roof and a creek a crick? So, it depends where you're from, because, I mean, it, it, I've heard it both. In um, Indiana? I mean, yeah, I've heard crick and creek. I say creek. I say roof. Okay. But I do say all y'all. But I also say all y'alls. Or use guys. Use so, guys. Yeah. 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 What you guys doing over there? So, um, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. And so, someone told me because they used to work in radio, um, they're like, the Midwestern accent is not really an accent because it's a, it's a culmination of all sorts of different languages. So, a lot of radio people look for people who have a midwestern accent because it's easily adaptable i guess to wherever you are so it's like if you were to take someone from new york and put them in the down south and try to give them a radio show it's probably not going to be the most welcoming and well-received show um or if you take someone from you know the deep south and put them out in la it's probably not going to be the most listened to show um but and he was and he like i said he used to be right he's like yeah we always look for someone who kind of had a midwestern accent because you could put them almost anywhere and they would essentially blend in mm-hmm. um so i don't know as though it's really an accent in its own right but you know it's it, that that word right there in its own right so it's yeah <laughs> Kara Kara's from near Chicago, you know, uh, Rockford, Mm -hmm. Illinois, and she does not have a Southern accent at all. But when I'm trying to get to her, uh, (laughs) I'll say things like wrecking and I got a hankering and it drives her crazy. (laughs) How far far from Chicago? How far from from Chicago is Rockford? I think it's a suburb of Chicago. I think it's pretty close. So has she ever talked about Portillo's? No, I haven't talked to her about Chicago. Only thing I talk to her about Portillo's is hot I'll, dogs. I'll, I'll ask her every now and then if, if she's a Chicagoan, which isn't a word, but that's just my Southern <laughs> interpretation. And boy, that, that drives her crazy. She doesn't talk about it very much. Yeah, Portillo's hot dogs. Chicago. I love everything about Chicago except the sports teams. 312 pizza is good, or 312 beer is good. Deep dish pizza is my favorite kind of pizza. Portillo's hot dogs are so good um yeah i just love everything about chicago minus the sports teams so but with her being about that we're talking being being Mm -hmm. from rockford uh chicago area she has claimed i'm a hillbilly several times i have heard that word come out of her mouth several times but do you own that as well if i'm a hillbilly i'm a hillbilly deal with it i guess (laughs) no so last question where would you vac- where would you vacation to to do a run? You I mean we've kind of already talked about it. Hawaii for you. John, where would you vacation to? Taking family with you. Taking family. Yeah. Taking and it family. Doesn't, it, just immediate family. So in your it case it still would be Hawaii for me. That's good. Yeah. 
I, I think I'd have to go somewhere I've never been. And I think I'd, my gut feeling right now, the first city that popped in my mind was San Francisco. Yeah. I don't, I don't know I why. Go there. Yeah. So I think running across the Golden Gate Bridge would be kind of cool. You said some places have never been to touch on something. I would love to like go to Alaska and run in that area, mm-hmm. but I'm being realistic. The likelihood of me getting lost and dying or get eaten by a grizzly is pretty high. So I'm leaving that off the table. <laughs> I'll stick to Hawaii. That's or, really you know, funny like, because that's really funny because I was just having this discussion today because my employer is opening up a site in Anchorage. John, you can't go there. That's too far. Go, go, and um, you can be my god. You can, yeah, you can come up every Fourth of July and run a, the Mount Marathon. And they're a pretty big, uh, not pretty big, a rel- relatively well-known ultra up there in Anchorage or in Alaska. Um, I mean, there's several races and stuff up there. They, I think, they Billy Yang under the radar one. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think they, I think Billy Yang ran one because he was yeah. talking in in a video he did where yeah, he's he did like, one guys, on, that, um, it's called like the, it's a something pass, like the, oh man, what was it? Now, do the but, RDs but, carry 357 Magnums up there and some of the racers? Because, you know, you're supposed to carry a large caliber pistol, at least with you when you're out in the back country of Alaska. I remember in his little video that he was doing on his race recap about it, he was talking about how, the rd yeah, was like, the, um, you will see bears like there they will be there so yeah it was the uh, crow pass crossing uh 28 ish miles but yeah mm-hmm. all the bears live up there the black bears the brown bears the grizzlies oh, yeah. the polar bears mm-hmm. so, i don't know i don't think i could go up there i mean so, i could go up there i don't think i could i don't think i would run up there so where would uh Not even like a mount marathon i don't think i would I I, oh. I I I don't know, I don't know. So where would you go, John? A realistic vacation. Well, within uh, Garrett's parameters here, um, probably somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. I don't think anyone in my immediate family has been up there, so that'd be a good experience for all of us. And uh, there's a good selection of trails to run up there. You mean like the Wonderland Trail? that type of place or yeah wonderland or um i know in uh portland they have um oh what's that park they have in the middle of uh just outside of it i, I, I would go to seattle that'd be yeah. i could do that yeah. so san francisco's cool seattle's cool you know they would be they would be secondary choices for me for sure the only reason yeah. why wine country joe would love wine country uh, so. Show me where whiskey country is. You're in it. <laughs> Not quite. I'm close. <laughs> Hour and a half north. Bourbon yeah. country. Yeah. yeah. Every uh, every year, my company used to have a, uh, and this is a joke, but they used to have a meeting in Newport, Kentucky, which is just across the river south of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. In a route, you would take, you would have to drive up there to go to the meeting they'd put you up in the hotel and everything but it, along the route you take to get there you're in Bur- in the bourbon belt so you got temptation to pull off because you know you got um 
what are some of the major bourbons out there in Kentucky? Well, uh, Four Roses, Jim Beam. Yeah, no, there's what's the what's the big one? Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Trace. Anyway, Buffalo all Trace. of those members, guys. members mark. Me, yeah, Maker's Mark. So or, yeah, know, Maker's Mark. Members mark is the Sam's it. Club version. <laughs> Maker's Mark. Members, Maker's Mark. <laughs> Uh, so you about every other exit there would be maker's mark distillery turn right now and all the way there but but yeah you're right we are in whiskey country so move a little farther east and you're in moonshine country so there's a whole other animal there so. where all right guys I, you know what i think we should do i think we should plan a man weekend i agree we can all watch um the movie heat together since we all watched it separately today well three of the four of us watched it today i was unfortunately Garrett claimed he had work so he was the conscientious objector work work has been revamped for me a little bit the past week so i am unfortunately fortunately unfortunately busier than i have been which is good. I mean, shows that activity is increasing. Buyers are out buying again, which is good. So, but yeah. All right, guys. On that note, let's take it offline and let's plan a vacation. All right. Bring the wives. Otherwise, they'll start to question. So, Who cares? Let them talk. <laughs> let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> Just wait till they see the pictures. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, which everywhere. Yeah. Until next time, Jason always misses the fun ones. So his vacation would have been New York. There we go. Yeah, we just absolutely. talked about everything for Jason. Matter of fact, I think he's already trying to plan it. So he is. He is. So, all right, gentlemen. Until next time. Catch you later. <laughs>